Hey, this is DJ Mike from Dance Time in Texas, and you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KZZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. To our show, Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming on IRLoneStar.com out of downtown Conroe. It's also on our city TV at cityconroe.org, so you can catch it anytime and see what's happening. Of course, it's Facebook Live on Conroe Culture News. So, welcome to Monday. Guests today are going to be Brandon Polk, and you may have seen him around town because he's been very active. He was running for city council, and who knows, he may do that again. But uh, he's very... he has a lot of awareness in the community. He's involved in a lot of things, and I especially see him a lot through downtown Conroe. He owns a Plus 40 Fitness, so we're going to hear from him about Plus 40 Fitness and a special event that they just had. Then in the second half, we're going to hear from Jaredith Jones. She's attorney at law in downtown Conroe, specializing in child protective services and some criminal representation. The show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and Team Sinisi Real Estate Group. Roger Stein Chiropractic is located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School and Taco Bell. Everybody knows where those two places are for landmarks. And she works with people of all ages and backgrounds, from infants to seniors, athletes to professionals, and focusing on natural, holistic approach to relieving pain and achieving optimal health. Could be a good partner with Plus 40 Fitness. Who knows? Could be. But Stacy Rogers holds uh, certifications in adjusting extremities, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. So any age, even before the baby's born, you can go see Dr. Uh, Stacy Rogers at Roger Stein Chiropractic. My other sponsor is Team Sinisi Real Estate Group, and they serve the greater Montgomery County area for buying, selling, or investing in real estate. Because, you know, real estate is still hot. Interest rate, I'm not sure what it is right now, but I know it's still at an all-time low. So if you're looking to do either one of those things or even investing, call Team Sinisi, 281-507-9777. Team Sinisi. It's an easy name to remember. (laughs) So a few things happening around us. Uh, Things are, as you know, opened up and getting ready. Fourth of July will be here soon. Parades and festivities. And the two theaters are moving forward. The Foreigner is starting this Friday at the Owen Theater through July 10th. The Foreigner is a story. It's actually a comedy. It takes place in a fishing lodge in rural Georgia where two Englishmen arrive as guests, Froggy and Charlie. The shy Charlie agrees to accompany Froggy on the trip after his sick wife begged him to go. Charlie is really shy and quiet and people think that he can't talk because he's a foreigner, but he's actually just shy. So they start telling him all their gossipy secrets, and they think he can't understand English, which is not true either. So there's a lot of scandals that take place, and it's a fun two-act comedy by American playwright Larry Shoup. And after their showing, they will have their annual fundraiser, Always Patsy Cline, which is always a great sellout. So keep that in mind to help the Owen Theater. They were struggling last year because, first of all, then they weren't open, and then they were only open at 50%. And these are all volunteers that put on these productions. Coming up July 1st is the first Thursday concert with the music of Garth Brooks by Derek Spence, and that always gets a huge crowd. And come early for the market days. It starts at 5 o'clock, and the pre-concert music by the Jazz Connection students. Most of these kids are students at Conroe High School, and if you haven't heard them, you're missing out. It is really, really good. So they will be playing on the grass up above uh, the hill, not where the... uh, stage and the amphitheater is but more where the pavilion is and as the county is opening up for events the, the conroe symphony orchestra is doing their annual patriotic tribute on saturday july 3rd at heritage park this is always phenomenal of course we didn't have it last year because we didn't have anything last year but they played at uh, the baptist church mims the year before that in 2019 and then before that they played at heritage park well they're back at heritage park july 3rd saturday july 3rd for a free concert at 7 30 so bring the family bring a blanket sit on the grass 
and uh, feel proud to be an American. There's still time to join the Freedom Fest activities in Montgomery. They are 9 to 2, July 3rd. Everyone pr- can participate in the parade in anything but a trailer parade is basically what they are calling themselves. What does that mean? That means you can walk, you can bike, you can ride a golf cart. I guess you could do a horse if you want to do that. Or wagons, um, motorized coolers, anything you want to do. And it's free. It's absolutely free for any individual family business to get their name out there or just have fun. Everybody is welcome. In addition to the parade, there's going to be a junior creative art show emphasizing youth hobbies or activities seen at the Montgomery County Fair, similar to that. And it gives the opportunity for young people to uh, display some of the things, whether it's horticulture, things they made, or maybe they baked something, anything like that. So they have two age groups. Uh, They have up through 12, and then they have... Um, 13 to 19 year old teens will be in different categories and after they display the stuff half will go back to the Montgomery Chamber and half goes back to the student so that's kind of cool too so that's also July 3rd two things you can do on that day and then finally Tarzan is coming to the Crichton Theater that will be amazing as well please support local businesses local theater it helps us all and we all want to do what we can to bring the economy back so that starts july 9th and will continue through july 25th so with that i have my first guest here brandon poke he is with plus 40 fitness so welcome brandon hey, Margie, how are you doing today? <laughs> i am doing wonderful you know it's always kind of um exciting hurried and everything to start on a monday but that's why i like to doing my show on mondays at noon you're under the pressure and you get it done you that's just great. that's what you do that's what yes. we do yes ma'am so uh fitness and i know you ran the stairs up here to get here just amazing i used to be able to do that <laughs> yeah so if i have the option where i could take the stairs rather than the elevator i would like to do that get a few more steps in or whatever i Tend Absolutely. to try to do that. Do you sometimes track your steps? Yeah. And then sometimes the door is closed, so I have to call in. Someone has <laughs> right, to let me in. Right, but right. I mean, no, I get it. it uh, my husband uh, was a fire chief in East County for a while, and we went to Clear Lake, Florida for a chief um, association convention kind of thing, mm-hmm. training for several years. And they had this one event where you go up the 12 flights, up and down and up and down right. for 9 11. And oh, then you great. ring a bell. Oh, great. It was awesome. Yeah. And I did great. that up and down and up and down. And, and when, how, and many, down. how many years ago was that? It was before Achilles surgery. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. all I can say. Okay. And that yeah. was two years ago. Okay. I can't do anything since okay. then. But it was very rewarding because then you ring the bell in honor of someone who died in 9-11, a firefighter. Oh, that's great. So we ought to do something like that here. You ought to start it. You know, it could happen, right? Where's the highest? We can do the Conroe Conroe Tower. Tower. Let's do it. Let's let's do that. Let's plan it. Okay, let's get back to focus here. (laughs) Okay, so you have plus 40 fitness. Why over 40? So I feel like in the... You're not over 40. I'm 35 (laughs) and I own the place. uh, (laughs) But... um, I feel like uh, the people over 40 got lost in the exercise world. Uh, you don't see commercials for anyone over 40, a beach body commercial or anything like that. And if you go to the bigger gyms, you find, I find they get lost in well, the shuffle. Well, that's true. That's so, a good point. So at my gym, we just specialize at 40. If you want to come where it's private and feel like it's more of a family than just a number in the gym. And so that's what we offer at my place rather than the big the big gym, the hoo-ha so it's very unique, and people feel comfortable. It's there. more of a family. I mean, we've had people gone there longer than I've even been the trainer there, so they just they get. Familiar. So, did you start it at, at this fitness, or did you then I, take I, it over? I just, I just took work? it. I just took it over from the old owner, oh, okay. and uh, out of college, uh, I went there. They needed a personal trainer, and uh, I had fell in love with working with the older community and helping them achieve their fitness goals. So that's what I like about it. So. Nice, nice. So what kind of background do you have? The background uh, from the University of Houston, go Cougars. Um, uh, kinesiology and yeah. uh, sports and human performance is what my background is uh, in that. So you have a I strong did, background in that. And then I did the poli sci thing uh, for my other stuff. <laughs> I did that for a little bit. But, yeah, uh, got, got it. So yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, so you're all about that. And you're very involved in Conroe, like I mentioned. I, I do believe you are. And I've seen you with a lot of uh, Conroe, like Conroe Chamber events and downtown Conroe events. And Yes, ma'am. Just trying to get uh, 
Somebody, you have a passionate heart. Passionate heart, just trying to shape like the next 40 years generation for someone that's going to be a part. Uh, that's what I like to do. You know, it's interesting. I've seen a lot more peop- younger people your age or younger in downtown Conroe because I've been working with downtown Conroe right. since 2015. And suddenly it's like a thing. It's like a thing for people to go. It's like, where you been? So, know, But right? we're getting a lot of businesses down there. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. And the firm brewery and... Uh, I was just at the winery, Frank, yeah, the Frank all the Jackson's different. food truck thing the yep, other day. and that's I'm excited about rocking and rolling. I'm I saw a, the photos of that. I'm excited about so, the downtown. There's there's a lot of growth and things happening. So tell me exactly where uh, Plus Forty Fitness is located. So we are at the uh, Transmed Health Center on 336, which is 2510 South Loop 336, right across from Grand Central Station. Okay. Okay. So it's a big white building, um, all health like minds in that place and mm-hmm. so medical things and all kinds family of stuff. first urgent care uh back and pain so it's a good center. place oh it's a great go. place for me yes ma'am hopefully they refer your business that apps that we're That's working a as a team too. yes ma'am okay so you have the background and how long have you been a personal trainer it's got to be eight or nine years now and you enjoy it yes ma'am i like to see the uh i like to see different results from different aspects of the fitness world yeah well, like I said, uh, you're not only passionate, but you're very sincere. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much for that comment. You know, I mean, I believe uh, people would want to follow you and be a part of what you're doing because you say what matters, and you can tell you're not just throwing things out there. You really mean what you say. Thank you very much. It just come from the heart, and just, yeah. that's all well, I that's got. Good. That's all I that's got. That's good. So... People can go there, and is it a group training, or is it all individual, or how does it work? So you can either do it individually, or if you have a friend, or you and your husband want to come, it's a couple's thing, or whatever like that. Some people don't want to work out with their husbands, so I don't Whatever. Yeah, I can't see my husband working out. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. So, yeah, just whatever. <laughs> uh, but we offer the personal training, and it's a 30-minute circuit on uh, air compression equipment, so there's no wear and tear in your joints. So it's pretty much like physical therapy equipment. So once you learn how to do it, you kind of can go on your own and go through the circuit? No. Is that what? Oh, no, okay. ma'am. No, okay. no, 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 ma'am. Uh, I, uh, I monitor, <laughs> You're the, there. Whole, I You're monitor there. the whole thing. I put them on the equipment, and um, if you progress, and I still, I'm still there. You motivate. You. Yes, ma'am. I motivate, and uh, we've had clients for five, six years, and we just do the same thing. That's wonderful. So what's your average age? Average age, 65. Oh, okay, younger than me. 65 (laughs) to, uh, I mean, I had a 93-year-old workout with me for a couple years. Really? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So even somebody like me with Achilles surgery, who used to be a runner, could go there and get Uh, back in shape. I just feel like uh, I've seen too many stories where – Older individuals just sit at home and watch TV as they get oh, older, yeah. and uh, who be sedentary like that is just awful. So I, the I just want the people to be active so they can play with their kids and their grandkids, and just keep moving, enjoy the body that they have. Do you offer nutrition advice as well? I will talk to them about nutrition. Absolutely, yes, ma'am. Okay, all right. So you have the equipment, and I noticed that on your website it says it's thirty minutes. Is each Time yeah, they yeah. come in, it's only 30 minutes? Yes, ma'am, 30 minutes. Uh, the study was from the University of Florida, where the program came from. It's mm-hmm. uh, going super slow. It's like a super slow. Uh, and uh, your muscles will fatigue and burn out. And uh, you'll get the 30-minute work. Uh, you'll feel it after So you don't minutes. have to work out for two hours. 30 minutes is pretty much it's really plenty. all you need. Absolutely, yes, and ma'am. And how, how often? Oh, I Twice a week. That's good enough? I, yeah, twice a week. But, I mean, if you want to do more, cost it's a little individual. bit. But, yeah. uh, but um you can really see the results if you stay consistent. I feel if you go on vacation for three weeks and then come back. You got to start you, over. Yeah. So just consistency is key in that. Yeah. Okay. So you have, I noticed that you also have like Zumba, yoga, boot camps, cardio boxing. Tell me about that. Oh, yes, ma'am. We have a yoga class on Monday, Zumba Tuesday, Thursday, and boot camp on Friday. So they're but, group things for then people come in. At that yeah, point. for groups at that point. Yeah. And then also the Peloton uh, cycling bike, we have that, and the mirror, which you've seen on TV, I'm sure. I don't know what's the mirror. It's a, it's like a virtual trainer, so you, it's, oh. and, so you can do classes on those anytime you want. Just set an appointment with me, and they have every class huh. that that we don't even offer. So you so. have someone who talks to you while you're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely, and they you just kind of like Siri. Yeah, you, you just mock and do whatever they tell you to. 
So, I mean, it's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds pretty cool, actually. I, I need to go in there and check it out. So, tell me about your event that you just had. Oh, so we had a, um, a, a Transmed Center uh, open house last week, and it was a great crowd just showcasing the different providers in the building. Oh, okay. So, it was a whole group. Kind the of whole thing. group came in together. We had the remote broadcast from the radio station that was there, and it was a great turnout. Okay, and you're at 2510 South Loop 336. So what's your goal for right now? What would you like to see happen well, with, uh, with the gym? With the, you know, everyone's feeling better about getting out, vaccinated or not, whatever, just people are. Through. Have you noticed an increase? Yes, ma'am. We had uh, six new clients last month, and I have six already this month, new people that I didn't so know. Good. So it's starting people to, ready to move. It's starting to How was up. it last year? Last year was the really most, bad. Was the most difficult time of. <laughs> so me. you got to focus on your political campaign. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, we were shut down a couple months, and I just oh, moved. My to, gosh. And then I was moved, and then I moved to a brand new building. So I was like, "What a great time to move to a new building when we were shut down." So wow. it was a very hard time. But uh, did you continue with any of your people doing anything outside? Maybe. Well, I would uh, I will say that I uh, told them I'm going to work out at this time if you would like to come join okay, me. Okay, so you couldn't officially say that. Yes, ma'am, we couldn't. Okay, have, uh, I got you. I got you. But so, you yes. kept it going is all. So we so we were You were doing some engagement activities. Yes, ma'am, absolutely. Okay. And we have great clients. Not trying so that, to put you on the spot. So we have great clients that they would continue to offer to pay me and stuff like that during even the time. So that was great. See, my challenge is I mean, I have a treadmill when I first started uh, to walk again because I had to train myself, and I didn't know how far I could walk without hurting myself, having right. not walked for three months. So I got that, but as soon as I could, I went outside, which was around the shutdown. I said, everybody else is walking. I'm going to go walk. Right. <laughs> right. So I like being outdoors. Okay. I don't like working in a gym. I like walking, riding. Well, can't be running anymore, but anything like that. So how do you handle See, those so, kind of things? So that's so that's fantastic. But, like, uh, I'm trying to – most of my clients, they, they like to do the indoor. They like being the they air like the, conditioning. They, so, so they like the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. So well, like, it's different. It's strength training, too. Right. So, you know, you know but even when it's on – So it's even, not the cardio necessarily – Right, but, but they could, could do, be. It could be the Peloton or a right. class or whatever. We just you got to do that we turn, inside. We turn the fans on. I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's fine. It's chilly when you first get in there, right? Probably. Yes, ma'am. And then you work so, out. So and then we work good. out, and it feels good. So. Feels good. Yes, ma'am. Well, I do need to go check it out. So um, we'd love to have you there. What else do we need to know about you, Brandon? Oh, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's more of a family atmosphere there, and you're not going to get lost in the crowd. Uh, we care about each individual's fitness needs, and uh, it's my personal goal to continue to make it the best personal private training studio in the Conroe area. Are you the only one there, or do you have other staff? I am the one-man show. I, I look at other people's you stuff, and they have <laughs> a group and a team, and I get jealous sometimes, but then, you know, it's just me. I'm the... But you like it, so it's okay. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love it. So you teach all the classes, too. So that I have retired from officially. Oh, okay. So okay, so there's so there's individual instructors for each other thing, but I retired from doing the classes because I would just I feel like it was too much to do. It is a lot to work out 15 people in a day and then and then do everything set, else and then set the class up and teach the class as well. It's so. overreach. So. Yes, ma'am. So I would let someone else do. So I let. Okay. Okay. Well, very cool. Yeah, I couldn't do the Zumba. Zumba. How do you say Zumba? Zumba. Yes, ma'am. Zumba. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I don't know if I could do boot camp anymore. I used to be that person, but well, can't do it anymore. Come try my it. Leg. Uh, I can't even stand hardly and support on one leg. So maybe anymore. the that yoga would be. I've never even tried yoga. Yoga's fantastic. I'm not a bendable person. I, I need to. I need to get more flexible and do that more. But yeah, it's a great class. It's a great class. Well, it's very good. Oh, and you have sauna. Sauna? No. Um, so maybe I need fake to, sauna. Let me, okay. take, let me take this on my. It's a sauna outside. You need to come indoors, guys. But uh, ah, but okay. uh, no. Okay. But the but the sauna is actually at, in the Transmed Center with the Dr. Jody Caldwell. Okay, it's she in had, the building. So she has all. So she has my. So own it's a sauna. partners partnership. Right. So she has it. So okay. You okay. can use that. So you to, can go there and you. You can go there and check it. it out. Okay. All right. So 2510 South Loop 336 in a medical building over there. Transmed, um, yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, and that's like on the side, not where. Um, Same side as a Silverstone uh, community right there. Right. It's across that pet resort. Right. Yeah, it's right there. Although it's not called Conroe Regional, it's called HCA now. 
but we all know <laughs> no, this Conroe it Regional. There so it it's is. on that side over there. So it's pretty easy to find. So what other plans do you have? Are you going to run for city council again? Or is oh, it like a yeah. quiet thing? Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I, I mean, I've, I've. Uh, You're very interested in what's going on. I'm in very interested in the. Happenings. T to do it for sure. And a few, a few people approached me to try it again. So. We'll okay. Well, we're not publicly announcing this. We're just asking. We're just, I, I'm thinking about it. For, I'm it thinking about it for sure. So. Okay. So what other personal goals do you have? We'd like to do another Plus 40 Fitness. I'm looking into oh, really? uh, Woodlands area for that, uh, Magnolia, something like that. Okay. Well, you can talk to me and I'll yeah, I know you you're. I know you're the person to talk to about that area. <laughs> Anything. Yep, that's true. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah, but I'd like to do a different a franchise of it somewhere else. Well, like I said, you're very connected into whatever's happening around the community. You're focused um on not just downtown but chamber events and you get your name out there so i'm hoping that that helps increase your business as I, well i think it's uh i think it has for sure and also one more little avenue i'm thinking about approaching is uh we don't have a, like a good michelada bar downtown conroe and uh a what kind of bar micheladas um you know with the you pour the beer into the Oh. So we don't have something like that. So that's uh, another huh. avenue I'm kind of reaching into. Would 202 Main do that? I, I, I'm sure they would do that. Uh, but like this is just going to be. You know Keith, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do. I so, <laughs> so so this is just something I would like to. Uh, huh. Interesting. I was talking about the food truck park maybe. Or I think yeah. the Sikorskis are doing something downtown Sikorskis, as well. Sikorskis. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think they're doing something. So They are doing lots of things. <laughs> yes, they are. So like, I'm trying to get just find the right place to put it. Uh, but definitely downtown uh, is where we'd well, like to. Well, yeah. They're actually building out um, on Metcalf as well towards Pacific Yard House. Right. So maybe that was the spot and we would do those. That's the secret spot. So we're now the, sharing. We're sharing it. <laughs> so the micheladas and some chips and salsas. Okay. Well, that's just another that as, could happen as, that's another that could avenue. happen yes, as we are strolling through downtown and going from venue to venue yes ma'am you know uh, something. so okay so finishing up here wrapping it up this is brandon polk and his place is plus 40 fitness they're on facebook you can put in just plus 40 fitness and find it and he also has a website plus 40 fitness of course if you go to the facebook page you can see it it'll connect you to the website you can find out all about uh what he offers the services but it's individual attention to people to help them be their best self health wise absolutely sounds uh, like to appreciate me. what you had before it's gone that's what i like to say oh Okay. So, well, you could be better than you were. That, you could be even be more better. You're right. Absolutely. And uh, check us out. All of our Google reviews. I think I'm the only five star on the whole. Like the any sincere, in the area. any cares. Yes, ma'am. We're not get you a trainer that cares, and I'm that, that guy. So. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Brandon. Thank you and very much. Uh, we will be right back. We're going to take a little break and hear from Jared Jones. All righty. Thank you. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, 
in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. back for the second half of our show today monday june 28th and uh, brandon polk is still <laughs> joining us and uh sitting next to him is jaredith jones jaredith and uh, and i have known each other for a little while <laughs> and uh, she's an attorney at law in downtown conroe over by Brownlee jewelers she specializes in child protective services cases and uh, she's very passionate about helping the families helping the kids and she wanted to talk to us a little bit about some um, challenges that families have faced during the lockdown. Is that right, Jaredith? Yes, it is. And I did also want to mention, um, now that you bring it up, you actually stood with me when my daughter was baptized, which I appreciate. Oh, yes. Yes, that was so cool. <laughs> and we're rounding back over there. I know you kind of stepped away, but we're rounding back in that direction, too. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Pastor Chris came and saw me. Um, and that that's actually part, not about church, but that's actually part of the services and issues that I see that we're having. Um, I'm a family lawyer. I have a private business. Um, was in, It was impacted like everyone's by COVID. Um, but I am, I am not a frontline worker, but it did seem during COVID that we were kind of fighting a war that um, really couldn't be won during COVID and not exactly getting much help or much um what do you mean by that who who wasn't getting help or support well so unfortunately um there is a large population of our uh, community that is at risk Uh, foster children uh, women and men in domestic violence situations um children at risk uh food insecurity and um even our prison population all of these populations are at-risk, vulnerable people. And when COVID happened, um, it exposed a lot of issues that uh, we were all dealing with, but that no one has addressed and is going to be long-term. And so it is frightening to me being in this field, working with foster children, working with victims of domestic violence, and seeing all of the ways that uh, the pandemic has um, basically made them more vulnerable and, and more at risk. Do you think that's because they've had more anxiety in the house being all together? Yeah, I think what? that that's where it starts. Certainly, um, there's a mental health crisis um, also exposed by COVID or made worse by COVID. Uh, financial insecurity um, domestic and domestic violence go hand in hand so does child abuse and financial insecurity when the stress gets high the person who's in control takes it out on the vulnerable people um, the children and the you know spouse that isn't the one in control um, and what we saw happening during covid was um, there's a lack of people in the office in in all offices the um that's right because they weren't didn't go into their work right so they couldn't go into their work so when you could normally call a domestic violence shelter or some other place and get some help that wasn't that couldn't happen Mm -hmm. they weren't taking people in right and then they've got social distancing which probably meant um less people available to go into a location um the courts were closed for a period of time now fortunately they rallied and the Supreme Court issued many orders um, a lot just the same as the governor did to keep the courts open so at least we had some access to judicial orders and to protective orders but there are steps before you can get to a protective order that that weren't always in place the police had um, were hesitant to make arrests they things that they could normally arrest for people weren't getting arrested for because they didn't want extra people at the jail. Um, Situations where somebody might get to sleep it off overnight, 
maybe that person wasn't arrested because they didn't have um, they didn't want to put that person in jail. Um, if they would sep- mm-hmm. if they would generally separate two people, a husband and spouse, uh, husband and wife that were fighting, they couldn't because of the COVID restrictions. Because where's that other person going to go if they could expose another family or friend to COVID? And so um, these are things people just don't think about, right? Um, and then there are all of the professionals friends, family, and concerned citizens that see children every day. They're teachers, they're church professionals, um, gymnastics instructors, Girl Scout leaders, Boy Scout leaders, after-school care, counselors. All of these services stopped, um, just full stop. Mm -hmm. And these children are in a high-stress, high-intent, high anxiety environment with their abuser with no one to see them in addition to that child protective services had to back off they had to like take a step back and so did CASA um, which is court-appointed special advocates so court-appointed special advocates started seeing children via zoom or in the driveway when they could start seeing people which in person. is very challenging because you're not getting that relationship building right and you're not seeing the home so you yeah. don't know if you don't know what the home looks like anymore mm-hmm. um the children were no longer having face-to-face contact with teachers and teachers are a huge source of reporting and noticing child abuse and neglect and so all of these things are impacting our community, along with Harris County's um, uh, mandates and changes to their bond restrictions, which let, uh, which has been in the news, which has let people murderers mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. Um, people who have committed murders. The most infamous one, I think, for the U.S. has been the tiger guy who was out on bond on murder and had a pet tiger, you know, and so that like who gets out on bond on murder um and all of those things are impacting these children and these women and these men and and even um in inmates because inmates suffer from mental health issues they suffer from health problems they're in a closed environment under high stress and maybe the only bright spot in their week is seeing their mom or their loved one. A visitor, yeah. Right, or or that visitor is able to see them and see bruises or whatever. Maybe they're being bullied or hurt um, and could raise some kind of alarm or get back, or their lawyers. Um, we didn't have as easy access to the mental health facilities uh, so that we could not see our clients as easily. Um, we, uh, I, I had a client whose child was uh, very sick and, had cancer and there was a huge year-long battle over which parent could be at the hospital um, because they could only allow one parent at the hospital at a time. So all of these things create all of this chaos for these vulnerable populations. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the pandemic has exposed it, but in my research, I found out that Domestic violence also spikes, domestic violence and child abuse also spikes during um, natural disasters. So following Katrina, there was a lot more um, uh, violence against women, gender-based violence. um, And unfortunately, the research I did says that this isn't just situational. The, the, The skies don't clear and the domestic violence stops. It continues for years. So um, it's very concerning. And how's it affected your practice? What I see is much more right now is much more serious, um, much more dangerous, um, a lot more emergencies and a lot of people who can't, who don't have access to lawyers because of uh, finances. You know, they're just... We, I mean, we can loss of income has not right been loss in of their income, paper. right? Loss of income makes it hard to hire an attorney, and an attorney is the person who's going to best move a case forward. So, best what do have, they do? Just deal with it. 
deal with it. They they try to access resources that might or might not be available. Like the domestic violence shelter has some lawyers, but they have caseloads and they have requirements regarding how many clients that they can take. So they are limited. They're busy busy and they're limited and they don't take every client, you know, um, and legal aid, same thing. You know, they're busy. They have a lot of people per region that need help. So what, what's the answer? Well, unfortunately I don't have an answer. I'm just trying to identify the, like identify some of these issues and bring awareness, um, awareness to it. I'm, I just, I don't have it. I don't have any answers. I can think people just need to be, know, know what's going on with these crises and possibly plan for it. How would you plan for it? Because you say these happen, you know, during hurricanes or any time that there's a, a natural disaster. Of course, Hopefully we won't see another thing like the pandemic, but who knows? Who knows? But, right. So what do you, well, how do you plan for that? I don't know. It just kind of happens, doesn't it? So I think that the, the way to plan is to recognize that you're in a domestic violence situation and do something about it immediately. Don't wait. Don't wait. A- access the resources you can. It's good information. Um, make sure that if you begin like make sure you're informed about what a domestic violence relationship looks like so that you are not financially restrained by someone so that if you need to leave that you you can do so um in and start charting things would you start detailing incidences and things like that i mean so hope my hope is that men and women wouldn't get into these situations um where it gets to that level but uh, you just need to be aware of who you are and who your partner is. And if you see those issues of control and um, dominance to be able to make the choice when you do have the finances and when you do have the emotional resources to leave those relationships. Um, so it's mostly about being aware of the signals of things right. not going the right way correct things that aren't a healthy relationship yes so i was talking to a prosecutor earlier um today on a case that i have and she told me that 75 uh, domestic violence homicides increase 75 percent um when someone is leaving their spouse and i'm talking to that person because i feel like i have a client who's in that category and it's it's horrific. I had a client commit suicide this this year. I've never had that happen. Ten years in practice, and that's horrible. It's 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 horrific. Um, and then to f- and then you just have to think about you don't have to, but like the impact that these things have on all of us. Because now it's not just me and my assistant that are worried about my client. Very worried. It's all of the police that are going to come in contact with her. All of um, now I've pulled in another prosecutor. So all of these people will now be affected if we can't save her, if we can't protect her. What is the emotional toll on all of these other people who had contact with her and couldn't or didn't do anything? But, you know, we're, we're trying to stand in the way of something bad happening. But we do you can't. have any resources that people could go to if they need assistance? I mean, the domestic violence shelter, the, the women's shelter, um, the county attorney's office. Uh, they, I think they do intakes on Tuesdays and Thursdays for protective orders only. Um, if you're going through a divorce, they will not do a protective order, I think. But they have a website. You can make an appointment to get a protective order. That's the first step um, to get the court involved in um, in that. And then... Call an attorney, make an appointment, um, you know, try to get out, make a plan. There's there's lots of information out there. Is there group counseling or anything like that? So through the women's shelter, they do offer um, counseling. Um, So you don't have to be an intake there? You don't have to be living there as a resident? Correct. Okay. Correct. That's good information, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? It's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, I didn't know that the 
there's not a lot of resources like that. So I mean limited it sounds like there there are a lot of resources but when we have when we have to shut down I right. mean Right. I mean, I remember during Harvey and feeling like this ominous sense of PTSD when they shut the airports down and feeling like it was 9-11 again. And then again when a month later, um, uh, that active shooter in Las Vegas, and they had to, I mean, obviously had to shut down the airports in Las Vegas. You just feel this ominous sense of doom and and those are just the airports. So think about all of the other things that are shutting down. You can't get food. You can't, like, the domestic violence shelters on lockdown because they're preparing. The police are doing what they can, but they've got all of these other things happening, trying to make sure people are staying off of the streets, trying to save people from driving into standing water. And so the domestic violence calls come in, but, like, there's there's no place to go we're standing in water we're standing in sewage and how do you like how do you how do you navigate that how do you navigate it and how do you expect any of these resources to do anything other than what they're being told to do by their governors by the supreme court of texas by the u.s government you know and and so it's on an individual level it's nobody's fault It's, it's the situation but it's situational, but if you can get a glimpse of things before they get bad and use the resources that are available then and t- instead of waiting until things get worse and then a crisis happens, whether it's a hurricane or... I mean, that is a very good... And I'm glad you're presenting this because it's stuff we don't think about necessarily and it's planning ahead. Of course, I think the COVID crisis taught us all a lot of different things because that's never happened and we've never had to plan for a shutdown of this extremity, the whole world shutting down. Mm -hmm. It's kind of overwhelming when you think about it, really. Um, But it's it's stuff you need to be prepared, especially if it has to do with your family which is the most important thing, yourself, protecting yourself, the safety of any of those, um, the children. And it's important. And, like, you have to also remember that for the most part, of, if there's an, if there is a person who has a control issue, it's probably, I mean, it's, it can be, it's not always, but it can be a mental health issue. And so, like, you're protecting your loved one, even even if it's the abuser, you're protecting that abuser ultimately because if he hurts you really bad or if he kills somebody, he's going to prison or jail or losing his job. And then that's not good for anybody. And so if there is a way to save the entire family, like you have to think about it like as a kindness. You're protecting yourself, but you're protecting that abuser too. I mean, and if that's what you have to think about and that's what you have to tell yourself to get out of that situation, then that's what you need to do. But I also found that, in general, nine major U.S. cities reported an increase of domestic violence at the beginning of the pandemic based on call volume to 911 from 20 to 30 percent. China, France, Argentina, and Cyprus all reported... um, an increase in domestic violence um, of, th- of 25 to 30%. Especially um, China was the Wuhan province where the pandemic started, was an increase of 30%. So it's this is a n- global, this is a global pandemic. It's not just local. But do you have any numbers on uh, Montgomery County, any local? I don't, I don't. And I would hesitate to be the one to talk about that because I am not an official or... Right, but we can um, understand with what you presented that it is a escalating problem. It is an, it is an escalating problem. And I believe that, the, I believe that uh, Mr. Ligon had put something out early on in the mm-hmm. pandemic um, regarding that, but I don't have any updates. Sure. I know that they're trying very hard. So tell me about the foster care crisis. We've lost 700 beds so far this year. Um, Where did they go? What, I, what does that mean? I mean... Is the, that locally or what, Texas? It, or Texas. What For okay. the state of Texas, we've lost 700 beds. So that means that facilities either closed or because of the length of um, stay or because of social distancing or because they just couldn't 
financially maintain it or yeah. because they lost their license. And for- that's a lot because mm-hmm. as kids are in crisis and this whole problem has escalated, the kids need to be safe. And so now you have this other major problem and nowhere for anybody to go. Right. There's nowhere. Yes. And so a lot of the beds are for teenagers. And so there are teenagers every night spending the night at um, a Child Protective Services office and the day. I uh, thought they were close to doing that. I thought I read something last week that said that they weren't doing that anymore. Oh, well, what I read last week is that it was up from like uh, 10 children last year pre-pandemic to 50 children this year staying in the currently CPS offices st- staying in cps so offices I I, I across the i read something state. that said they weren't allowed to do that anymore i don't know this i mean they've been sued but mm-hmm. i mean what are what are we going to do and but these, it's still not a good thing and there's nowhere for these kids to go no there's nowhere for these children to go um and they are children but they're also teenagers uh the report under I just, 18 right um right. the report i just said read was that so far this year, two children have had um, sexual encounters with other children, um, either at a CPS office or at a church, and one got a hold of a caseworker's medication and took the and took medication. Um, this is all public information. It's a report. I found the report through um, one of the news outlets. It is a crisis. Um, it is another crisis. What I mean, these teenagers are obviously very disturbed, but if you if anyone has it in their heart to become a foster parent, they are making it a little easier to become a foster parent, um, which is also concerning in a way. But uh, you can offer even just respite care, which is a weekend. You can offer your home open for a weekend to, to Do children. Do you work with any – do you work with CPS to help people become foster parents? I don't know. Okay. But I work with – CPS, um, I work with parents who are losing or working with the department to try to get their children back, and I work with foster kids and kids that are up for adoption. So um, I do a lot of that work. So somebody could call you, though, and get some information. Yes, we have the information. Um, I mean, there's Arrow Project, Lutheran Mm -hmm. Social Services. Mm -hmm. Um, You can call the department directly or look on their website. They have... um, services as well they have uh, services uh, to license foster parents so and your website is jjoneslawtexas.com jjoneslawtx.com that's correct (laughs) 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 that was a that was a question Uh, that was it was a test to make sure i wasn't just monologuing so no i didn't think you were (laughs) but you really care about everybody you work with i know you do kind of like how brandon does you have passion in your heart and especially for the kids to help them be in a safe environment. And that's kind of truly where your heart's always directed because of all the different services you offer in family law to help the kids out. Well, and and the spouse or whatever, but I know you care about the kids. I do. (laughs) I care about all of my clients. We try, we try very hard to make sure people are comfortable um, while we're navigating them through their life their life changing through the court processes and there there's a lot of different things that you can help with and then go to your website or they can google jaredith jones conroe and find you probably pretty easily yes i know you're um very active very involved and aren't you part of also the um the association out here the legal association not not currently okay but um, you know the people. I know. You know everybody. I know everybody. I, I figured you did. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I've been here for a decade. I know. You, you know everybody. But, I mean, you help with all kinds of different things with family law. And if anybody has a question, whether it's about um, how to their parental rights or adoptions or grandparents' rights even. Yes. Or what is now called gray divorce. I know you've been on the show before and talked about gray divorce. I have. And that's where people my age <laughs> get divorced. Uh, and that's where the term comes from, right? So yes. they've, worked, they've been with a spouse for a long period of time. Mm, a long over period 10 of time. Years. Over 10 years. Generally, there's a um, large amount of assets, adult children. So there's some um, 
I mean, there's some unique aspects to a gray divorce. Um, but then go on your website and read all those yes, details. Yeah, absolutely. You have a lot of uh, information out there. But uh, back in back into it it's it's more about families you're you're all about really keeping the family intact if at all possible in a genuine caring safe environment well i'm a divorce lawyer so i wouldn't say keeping the well, family intact but but making sure help. that both parents can coordinate and work together Amicably. as best they can um, possible <laughs> for and, and while keeping the children safe do you do any criminal law um I will do criminal law upon request, but generally it's no one seeks me out for that any longer. Okay. I mean, but if somebody in particular or if it was a, a lot more um, domestic violence because the those lines between family law and That's criminal. That's your specialty. Yeah, and criminal domestic violence are so close. So does this go through the county court of law too with Claudia Laird or where does most of the cases go? Um most uh the child protective things. child protective services courts are in county court three and then family courts are county court three and the district court 418 and the 410th okay that's all family law and then everybody else is something else 410th that's uh, judge robin oh okay robin <laughs> judge robin <laughs> judge robin judge state. gilbert and now judge tucker new judge yes okay all right. Well, do you either of you have anything else you would like to add? Brandon? No, I appreciate you having me on the show. And, uh, yeah, plus 40 so, Fitness. Plus 40 Fitness at 936-827-2258. And Jared Jones Law, uh, specializing in child protective services, and she's a uh, passionate, caring person. You're so sweet. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So let's uh, go back to who the sponsors are. want to give a little shout out to Roger Stein Chiropractic, located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School and Taco Bell. And they serve infants to seniors, athletes and professionals with holistic, holistic approach to healing and achieving optimal health. And Team Sinisi Real Estate Group for buying, selling, or investing. Team Sinisi, easy name to remember. So I always have to get confused with that. It just kind of rolls off the tongue. So, and then to recap, Fourth uh, of July is open. Fourth of July is open this year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was last year, but this year it's open. So there's the Montgomery Chamber uh, Freedom Fest that's happening 9 to 3 out in Montgomery, downtown Montgomery. And they have a parade that starts at 9, the lineup. Anybody can enter. You just can't bring a trailer. It's anything but a trailer. You can bring your bikes, your scooters. You can walk. Uh, any business is free. It's absolutely free. And then they have a vendor fair. And then they have a judging for kids that have might have learned a new hobby or horticulture or baking or anything like that a junior creative art show um and uh, then remember the theaters tarzan is coming yay for tarzan <laughs> at the Crichton theater soon july 9th conroe symphony orchestra is their annual patriotic tribute on saturday july 3rd at heritage park absolutely free red white and blue Yay, yay, yay. And uh, First Thursday concert with music of Garth Brooks by Derek Spence. And Market Days all on uh, First Thursday concert, July 1st, Heritage Park. So, a lot going on. So, this, uh, we will put out the YouTube of this uh, a little bit later. So, if you missed it, you can share it. Conroe Culture News, I am Margie Taylor, your host.